Bruce Lawn. Netflix most successful show Squid Games broke their records. I think it had over a hundred million views in the first in the first month that it was out. If you guys haven't seen Squid Games, you don't have to. I saw it, okay? Rather violent, but the thing is, once you start watching it, you can't really stop. It is a South Korean show that has a lot of deeper commentary than we might think about. So what's the premise? It's very simple. Squid Games, these guys who are in gross amounts of debt, there a lot of them are gamblers, end up having the option to go and participate in these kid games everything from red light green light and they get to go and participate in these games and they're playing for the equivalent of about 40 million dollars okay there's gonna be some spoilers in this video so if you're in the middle of it don't be mad at me because i'm giving you the 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 information okay so they're going to compete for this and there's there's these different games that they have to play and people keep dying and it's brutally violent and over the top and i don't recommend it i definitely don't recommend it if you have kids okay i don't recommend it if you got a weak conscience i don't i don't recommend it if you're if you're offended by gore and blood and all that kind of stuff and it was a lot it was intense my wife was like wow i can't believe watching this and i was like yeah but we can't stop let's keep it a buck <laughs> okay so i'm gonna give you guys what my what my opinion is on some of the deeper meaning around squid games which the premise believe it or not the premise is actually inspired by real things that are happening in South Korea right now. And I'm going to break that down for you. So just make sure you watch till the end. I'm going to have some Bible verses to tie it in. But um, I wanted to first point out the first thing from Squid Games that I, that stood out to me, which was these guys that pulled up who were the uh, the, the guests. As remember, these guys, they pulled up to watch the Squid Games. Okay, now my first theory, my first theory on Squid Games is these guys is a shot at all of us. These guys are actually us who are sitting around watching this game and indulging in it. I think that's the first little commentary, little nod is like, oh yeah, like <laughs> you're, you're gonna come in and, and participate in this debauchery and watch it. And I think that when I saw that, and, the, and guess what? They were American, were they not? They were all American. So I think this is a little shot, low key, at America in terms of the wealthy consuming the misery of the poor in entertainment form. My, my theory. Now, second theory. I read this on a Reddit board. Let me see if I could find. Read this. This guy, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into the deeper reason, meaning behind this. But this guy, I've read that is the blue and the red. The guys who participate in the blue, with the, with the blue piece, are playing the game. And I heard a theory that the guys who play against the red end up being the low tier guards uh, who don't have guns and have to do all the cleanup. Okay, you remember the the undercover cop or the cop that went in undercover and he was wearing the red outfit, right? So I believe the guys in the red, like, so if you play him for the little pog-like game, you get the blue piece, you become a participant in the game, you get the red piece, and you could potentially become an officer of the lowest tier. Now, let me, let me give you guys and break you guys down some of the facts around the inspiration for Squid Games. South Korea has a massive, massive, massive debt problem, like insane debt. And you can verify this and Google all of this. So the actual premise of people being really down and out in terms of their financial state and being in debt and even signing clauses 
to give away their kidneys is actually inspired by real events from the director and the showrunner of the show, where at some point that actually had to happen. And it, it's an it's a, it's a intimidation tactic, but that is real, believe it or not, that there are lenders all over South Korea that have the most unethical and illegal rates of exchange. And so what happens is you're capped out at a certain amount going through a private bank, even though the, the credit card limits in South Korea are through the roof, but you get capped out at a certain amount eventually. And, and the interest rate stops, I think, from a bank a banker at 20%. Well, the way the cycle of debt works in South Korea, because they have an older population, because the birth rate isn't grow, growing as fast as other industrialized nation, they have a huge job crisis and for, for specifically young adults and their unemployment rate for young adults is 10%. Men between the ages, I believe, of, of 20 to 35, 10% unemployment, double-digit unemployment rate. So a lot of these people believe that they need these illegal lenders to help them get through things. And when you have the credit card industry, which is already super shady and giving folks with a $500 income, $50,000 debt ceiling to buy whatever they want. And then you add in the illegal lending, which there's flyers everywhere and there's all kinds of stuff. And again, LA Times, I believe, just came out with an article on this. There's illegal flyers flying around for you to grab. And it's just like, yo, you need money now. They'll give it to you right now. And they'll pull up and they'll give you, you know, a couple thousand dollars, a couple hundred dollars. But the interest rates are sometimes as high as 400% or 500%. So LA Times has this article and they interview this guy who owns like a tea shop. And the dude is like $800,000 USD, US, US currency in debt. Okay, crazy, crazy amount. So what happens is a lot of these folks who start out with credit card debts because they're young and they're stupid, and I ran into a lot of credit card debt, then they have to go on to get illegal debt just to survive because the job market is tough, and then they end up gambling as a means for easy money. And even when folks win, they end up losing all of it because, well, that's how we know easy money works for us, right? This entire premise isn't as far out as you think it is in terms of, yes, the bloody side and the murderers and all that kind of stuff. That's the game side is crazy. But the societal positioning of what these folks are going through is actually pretty real. This is real stuff that they uh, are, are dealing with that is really hitting young adults in South Korea really hard. And because the because this 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 young adult class is not stable and does not have a ton of economic mobility, their population is shrinking, meaning that there's way more older people. I believe the average age in South Korea is 48 years old. The average age in America, for context, is about 37, 38 years old. They have a much older population. What does that mean? That means that as people get older, they take more from the system than they put in. Okay, so South Korea pays out a lot in their version of SSI, and there's not enough young people hitting the labor market. This is going to create a huge economic burden on the the, the entire the, the entire nation. So it's it, this 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 Squid Games thing has a way more commentary and way more truth to it in terms of assessing real life issues and also kind of turning the mirror on us who are consuming it with the guys, the American folks that come and consume it. Now, I'm gonna give you guys two verses, two verses. The first one many of us are familiar with, which is Proverbs chapter 22, verse seven, just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. 
okay? This is in the scriptures, okay? And if you ever look at debt in the scriptures, by and large, it's never seen as a good thing. It's never encouraged. It's never a benevolent act. It's always, hey, borrower slaves of the lender. He who co-signs is stupid, right? These are the, this is the type of language that, that's used. More or less, debt, is, scripturally speaking, is usually dumb. And guess what? In America, we have a system where an 18-year-old with no type of income trajectory can go and take out $200,000 in debt without any plan to pay it back. And so the, we have a similar issue here with the student loan crisis, right? Money's given out like candy to 18, 17-year-old kids that have no real plans to pay it back, don't know how they're gonna pay it back, when they're gonna pay it back, they don't have an income, right? But you try to go getting a business loan, <laughs> which by the way, I don't, I don't recommend business loans, but you go try getting a business loan. So it's a similar thing. Now, the way to alleviate all these issues in America and South Korea, again, I don't know the macro and the micro economies of different provinces of South Korea, but the way to alleviate these issues here is something that most people don't want to do, which some of you guys know my debt-free journey. I was $45,000 in debt. I actually had a, a upwards of $100,000 in debt, but I was able to, to negotiate one of the $60,000 debts down to $1,000, which is a miracle in and of itself. You guys could see uh, more of my debt-free journey in a video on that. But I was in a very similar position, out of college, a ton of debt, a ton of just pressure and weight that I'm carrying. And so we, by the grace of God and following the Dave Ramsey baby steps, we were able to pay off $45,000 of debt in 18 months. That changed everything for us. Being able to do that changed everything for us. And then we saved, okay? I'm going somewhere with this. Keep, keep, keep following along. And then we saved. And then we built businesses and revenue streams, Okay, and so there's a passage that speaks to this, Proverbs 6, verse 6. Proverbs 6, 6. Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider its ways, and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed robber. Now, this is the part I really want you guys to pay attention to. It stores its provisions in summer and gathers its, its food at harvest. Are you, friend, building your life in a way that when there is provision in summer, you are storing it away, okay? Are you storing away some money? Are you putting away some money? Are you starting to save? Do you, are you, first of all, are you getting out of debt? Second of all, do you have a financial plan to save six months to a year of living expenses? And then are you actually putting food away? It stores its provision in summer and gathers its food at harvest and gathers its food at harvest. That means when there's a harvest, the ant, which is the illustration being used here, is ready to go. It's ready to harvest, right? It's ready to gather the food when there's a, when there's a crop, okay? So, those of you guys that are watching this and you're looking at this show and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so barbaric. And it is. It's really wild. It's really over the top. But it is a mirror to what can turn into here in America. And the, the deeper issue in terms of gathering and storing away is I'm not depending on the government to take care of me. I'm not depending on the government to take care of my family, even though they print money and they do all kinds of goofy stuff. I'm not depending on them. But here's the deal. If 
you can start decreasing your overhead by getting out of debt, being on a financial plan, and get in, in, in saving money, earning money, developing more skills so that you can gather at the harvest, have more skills in the marketplace, you can retire a millionaire. What do I mean? I mean just $100 just $100, that, those $100 pairs of shoes that you want, just $100 tucked away in a S&P 500 index fund on Robinhood, that $100 turns into $20,000 by the time you're ready to retire. That's a fact, okay? Because of how fast our market grows. So someone that just puts away $100 a month will retire with millions if they just put it in an S&P index fund, okay? Right, in, right, right on Robinhood, $100 a month, you're a millionaire. What if you put away $1,000 a month? Because everybody can scrape together $100 a month. But what you don't want is you don't want you retiring and then having to live off a of 30% or 20% of what you used to earn off of SSI. And by the way, we're all going to retire at some point. And I'm not dependent on, the, I'm not expecting the government to take care of me because if you understand how SSI is set up, I mean, they're saying a lot of it's going to run out by 2030, and it's more or less like a Ponzi scheme. They got to keep people in the system working so they could tax those people and give it to the older people, right? So some of you guys are watching this, and you're like, oh, Ruslan, that's easy for you to say. Well, you are doing amazing things with you, so blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I got out of debt 10 years ago when I was working a crappy job, okay? I started building multiple revenue streams 10 years ago when I started pursuing music, Quit my job in 2015. Why? Because I was debt-free and I had six months of living expenses. We had $25,000 in the bank. We had our first kid. My wife wanted me to quit and pursue music full-time. Okay? It's just a true story. So I got a, I got a passage for you. Okay? Ecclesiastes 11, verse 4. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Are you waiting for perfect weather to start having a plan for your life and your finances? Because if you watch every cloud, you will never harvest. You will never have abundance. You will never be able to sustain yourself. Okay? So if you're waiting around for perfect weather before you even plant, I'm telling you right now, if you're in debt, you need to figure out a way to get out of debt. Because, yes, as, 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 a, as dystopian as Squid Games is, there's real-life things happening similar to that in, in, in parts of South Korea where people, especially young adults, are struggling. If you are hearing me and you know, ah, I got this $10,000 with the credit card debt. Ah, I got this $20,000 with, with, with the student loans. Ah, I got that stupid car note when I needed a dependable vehicle. I did it, too. I'm not saying I'm, I'm better than you. I'm saying I did all the, all the things. I did all the things. Co-signed on loans. Got sued, had my accounts levied, bought a brand new car with zero miles. I did all the things, okay? So if you are hearing this and you're like, yeah, 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 that's good, but I'll wait, right? Like I got a buddy of mine who makes amazing beats and we keep telling him, yo, go go get your freaking beats online. Start collaborating with artists. And he's like, oh, I got to get my LLC first. No, you don't. You don't need an LLC. You don't need to have everything perfect. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If you're waiting for everything to be perfect, you will never get started because nothing will ever be perfect. If you watch every cloud, you'll never have a harvest. So, if Squid Games spoke to you, it's not that far off. This is an industrialized country. This isn't third world country. South Korea is an industrialized modern country leading the way in a lot of things. Okay, and 
you, you, you're going to be in debt. You're going to stay in debt. It's going to get harder to the job market. Who knows what could happen? And then all of a sudden you're going to start gambling, easy money, fast money, uh, get rich quick schemes, whatever. And I'm telling you right now, have a plan for your finances. First, save a $1,000 emergency fund. At the very least, that's bare minimal. That's baby step number one, $1,000 emergency fund. Get yourself on a written budget. Every single month, you should have a written budget for your money. After that, debt snowball your debts. Largest, smallest to largest. Okay? Hey, we're going to start with the little ones. We're going to knock those out. Pick up some side hustles. Average American, 30 hours of TV a week. Okay, 30 hours of TV a week. That's what the average person watches between Netflix TV, the news, all the, you know, all the things that make you feel like crap. Yeah, 30 hours a week. That's a side hustle. You can go Instacart. You can go Uber Eats. Right? Why? Because there's someone like me. I had my son yesterday. My wife was running late. I'm not the best cook. I pulled up Uber Eats and my son had a meal from the Habit Burger in 20 minutes. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> you go work for Uber Eats, right? Instacart, there's just all kinds of ways to earn side incomes instead of watching 30 hours of TV of Netflix a week or whatever, right? So guys, start now, please. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. They watch every cloud, they never harvest. You gotta start now, you gotta start now. I'm, 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 I'm pleading with you. Figure out a plan for your finances and start now. I recommend the Dave Ramsey baby steps. They're simple. They work for me. I don't co-sign and, and endorse everything Dave Ramsey has ever done or said. But goodness gracious, they, they work for me. So hopefully this is helpful. You feel conv convicted for watching Squid Games or whatever. Don't watch it. But that's not the point of this video. That wasn't even the point of this video. The point of this video is I started looking deeper into Squid Games. And I'm like, holy moly. It's like a real issue happening in South Korea that, that could impact us here. Okay. So anyway, let me know what y'all think, all right? Kingstream Entertainment, Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. Remember to hit that like button and make sure you're subscribed. I wanted to tell you about a free upcoming course I am putting together at mastermyhabits.com. When you sign up right now, you'll be the first to be notified about the course. And in the meantime, you'll immediately get access to a playlist going over my journey on how I went from addiction to freedom forming habits. So make sure to hit that link in the description. I'll see you on the next video.